Welcome to Muller Time. How you doing, Mel? Yo, what's going on? Good. How were those Grammy Awards? I know you were watching. Oh my God, the Grammy Awards. You know, it's uh, it was it was great tribute actually that they gave to uh, Aretha Franklin. I they're, thought that was a pretty good tribute, and that they're going to give a whole show later. Yeah, I heard yeah. Ralph Northam was there and all the Virginia crew. <laughs> My bad. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> I thought of that. Before. <laughs> I thought of that before you came in, Mel. I was like, let me. <laughs> First time Muller time listeners are like, what, what is oh this show? Oh my God. That was God no, but, dang hilarious. Imagine if he walked into Grammys though. He probably, he was like, probably sitting there. We would never know. He could have been there in blackface. Mel just started laughing so hard that he almost shook the table, but he, he knows, he knows how careful I am about sound. Yeah. Wow. That, that, wow. That one hit me out of left field. Thanks. That's that one was that, great. That's why, that's why I don't tell people ahead of time because you, <laughs> then the show becomes planned. And that was fantastic. Oh my God. I'm well, going to have to remember that. It might be an SNL thing. They tend to, you know, I'm a comedy writer. So imagine Northam walks in there though. Yeah. Maybe, <laughs> he just walks in. Maybe the whole crew, the other guy. Everybody. He just shows up gold chain on everything. Yep. Gold teeth. Starts rapping. Maybe Justin Fairfax isn't quieter in the background. Right. Just does a little moonwalk. <laughs> and that third guy is in trouble that no I can't no one knows his name. Yeah, remember he was the black Michael Jackson. Not the not the whiter Michael Jackson. Yeah. Ralph Northam. He decided to do the black Michael Jackson. And we're gonna uh bring that up later. I uh I also want to thank uh, our newest Patreon, which is Tosin. Thank you very Whoa, much. Thank you. Yeah, Tosin. Thanks for and anyone else who wants to support our show and um Hear hilarity like you just heard. <laughs> and hear some more hilarity. Some it's, more Ralph Natham jokes. It's at uh, MullerTime.com backslash Patreon. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe we should talk about that guy first. There have been some developments since the last. Right. So now everybody's just in blackface. And the lieutenant governor, who apparently is not in blackface because he is black. Yeah. he's has now been accused of... Uh, grabbing women hundreds of years ago or 20 years ago or something like that it's two women now right it's two women so it's not looking good for him either he he has um he's requested an fbi investigation which i think which is fair yeah Yeah, no for sure but you're you're right i mean it's like it's interesting though the timing because i i just found this out the top three officials in virginia are democrats Mm -hmm. the fourth one in other words who would inherit the governorship is a republican right and it's interesting that three scandals happen to hit at the same time to the top three Democrats. I find that in- interesting. Yeah, no, uh, we all find that interesting, but these are the times that we live in. Yeah, uh, that's a cra- It's been, it doesn't look like any, either three of them, it looks like they're all like not, they're just going to kind of stay there. Yeah, they're just like, we're in it. We're in it to win it. We're going to keep going, which is kind of funny to me now. They're just going to be like, eh, we're staying. Nor- Which is weird too. Like, I guess you can just stay. Well, there. I mean, I hate to say it, but that's almost like the. He's much worse than them, but that's the Trump thing. Like, I'm here. I'm here, and I'm. I'm right. What's up? That I'm like he just doesn't resign. Like I'm scared. Yeah. If we elect a new president, can will Trump leave? Well, that's something a lot of people talk about. Or even, or will he just stay and be like, nope. In my opinion, he won't even make it to the 2020 election as a candidate because I believe he'll resign or be impeached. But a lot of people wonder if he would just, I, you know, Bill Maher often mentions that. I don't know. I mean. It, our investigation is going pretty slow, which is great. 
and a lot of people are going to go down and it's going to uncover a lot of stuff. It's going to cover so much. I'm scared of all the things that are going to come out, just like this Paul Erickson dude. Mm-hmm. So now he's indicted, right? Yeah. Now, this guy's always been working with the Republican campaign forever. Yeah. So you mean to tell me that the Republicans have just always been dirty? Well, I, I, there's there's a lot we can... Uh, by the way, I just want to give a shout out real quick to uh, Muller Time co-host uh, Chris, Low Progressive, who right before this broadcast got into it with, do you know who Dana Loesch is? Uh, Dana Loesch. She's, she's the NRA spokeswoman. Okay, yeah. Chris was like, even though Chris is on hiatus, you know, he's still like, like fucks with these people. Right. So she said something about Neil Young. So Chris tweeted her and was like, you said you hate Neil Young because he like has the, he's like a photographic memory for these right wing wackos. Okay. So she wrote Chris back and then they had like the, they like got into it. It was funny. Wow. Well, okay. I've checked that out. Now, Chris is definitely music aficionado. So, yeah. He knows his music. And for all you who, um, all you Muller Time listeners, uh, feel free to, you know, tweet Chris at Low Progressive. Uh, he's going to get mad if he hears this. And uh, let him know we uh, we hope he comes back soon. We yeah. Need him. I've talked to Chris. Yeah. He's talked about coming back. Yeah. So um, just uh, put him on blast there. All right, Mel. Let's, we didn't get to do this last week. Let's talk about the State of the Union. Oh, my God, the State of the yeah. Union. Here's the funniest thing to me about the State of the Union and what I hate it the most mm-hmm. is that it made Trump sound intelligent. You think so? Because here's the deal. <laughs> I never listened to Trump, but last week he was give, he was uh, doing something and I decided to just, I was watching CNN mm-hmm. and I was just listening to him. And I was like, wow, this guy has very limited vocabulary says the same things over and over again. Mm. And it just sounds really like a five-year-old. Mm. So now you listen to the State of the Union, it's so evident that he has a speechwriter, which we know everybody does, but his speechwriter is so much more intelligent than he is that he sounds smarter repeating the speech. I don't know, man. I thought he sounded pretty bad. I mean, I mean- He I, sounded smarter to me. I mean, but it's like the baseline is like, Stephen Miller, by the way, five-year-olds, five-year-olds is the baseline. White supremacist Stephen Miller is his speechwriter, and that guy is whatever. We could do a whole show on him, but I, I mean, I thought, I personally thought he sounded bad. I also thought he sounded drugged up. Oh, he's definitely drugged up. Motherfucker. Oh, he's high. He's high as a kite. You know, like Friday. Yeah, he looked like Smokey or something. Like he, not like Smokey, but he had (laughs) Smokey's. He had that high thing. Like he, he's on Adderall or something. Okay, and to re-explain him sounding intelligent to me is mm. him sounding like you know like he's 10 or 11 i hear you you know like he's like maybe he's a 12 year old that speech was had the intelligence of like maybe 12 13 year old whereas when i listen to trump he really sounds like a five-year-old yeah so when i was trying to put together the show i'm like okay we gotta do stay of the union and i was unable this is how you know it's a bad speech i couldn't remember anything that happened like I was racking my brain, so I had to go back and look at it. Mm-hmm. And it was, yeah, it's a totally, except for one thing. Well, there were a couple of things, but did you see that he called out Mueller? He's like, you can't investigate me because I can't do my job. Like he basically <laughs> said that, and he even it even kind of rhymed. I missed that part. Yeah, it was, it was uh, like in the, somewhere in the middle. Okay. He said, there can be no investigations, whatever. I don't, I don't have it in front of me. So- First of all, you can tack that on the obstruction of justice thing because you, mm-hmm. you can't do that. But somebody pointed out too, Nixon did the same thing right before he resigned. He said something in a speech like, I can't do my job. 
Well, I mean, you should have thought about that before, before you did the crime. Wow. And you're not doing uh, your job anyway. Right. No, I miss that. Clearly, he's not doing his job. 60% of his time is executive time. They just, I didn't, I didn't add this to our list of topics, but Axios just dropped some more leak schedules last week. Mm-hmm. He spent full, it was like half, full half of his day doing nothing. Right. For that 60% was a uh, composite of three months. So they just took, they got last week's. Right. So half the time, nothing. Nothing. Chilling. Just kicking it. Just like Friday again. <laughs> just kicking it. Just, just hanging the, out. All the boys just chilling, you know? Just chilling. Uh, yeah, it was, it was a bad speech, but it was noticeable for his attempt to once again stop and the investigation that will not stop. And he took credit for all the uh, women in Congress. Right. Right. He He's too dumb to know that they were right in Pelosi and the whole thing. That was right. hilarious. Yeah, the whole the whole sarcastic clap heard around the world. That was that was amazing. Yeah. I don't blame you for not watching it, Mel. It was like longer than no. in the Grammaries. <laughs> I listened to some of it in the car. But um and that's when I uh, no, I can't. I think that's gonna be his last one. What do you what do you think? His last state of the union? Yeah. I can't make any assumptions of anything anymore. I can't make any guesses. I don't know. Yeah. My whole world is topsy-turvy. Every day I wake up and this guy's president. I'm just like, what world am I living in? Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm so, even sorry I watched that. It was, it was that bad. And then our uh, our fake attorney general, Matt Whitaker, uh, testified. That was actually quite informative. Where did he come from? Yeah, did you see uh, Hakeem Jeffries ask him that? Right. Exactly. That was was pretty awesome. Where I mean, sometimes it's just the most obvious thing is the best thing to say. Like, who who the fuck are you? Who are you? Where did you come from? How did you get this position? He reminded me of that guy. You know, you see the movie Casino? Remember that Mm -hmm. one? They have this, I forget the actor's name, but he plays the front man who's like in charge of the casino. Okay. And they just have a flashback where they just find this dude at a motel and, and he just, he becomes the guy on paper. (laughs) That's like Matt Whitaker. Yeah. Who are you? Who are you? Where'd you come from? Yeah. So who is this guy? He's just, now he's going to be the attorney general. Well, I can give you the, um, the, the Matt Whitaker highlights. He's basically like this football player who became a lawyer and then he became a, like a, a district attorney and at the low level at the justice department where all these right wing guys, they're like so sketchy. Like they, it's this murky world. He was in, he worked on a, uh, he was an investor in a company that created a toilet seat. I can't even explain this. You can okay. just look it up. Wow. And But the worst thing is he was on the board of a company that helps people patent inventions. And it take, oh, yeah. You saw that. Okay. Takes, yeah. Especially veterans. Right. And he's just been taking their taking money. Taking their money and- And doing nothing with horrible, it. Taking someone's dream, just the lowest of the low. Right. Just scamming folks. Scamming old folks. So, of course, in this era, he's the attorney general. Okay. Of course. If you scam old folks, you can become the attorney general. If you're bad, you can be the person in charge. Did you see what he said to uh, the head of the committee, Gerald Nadler? No. He was like, he he was asked a question, and then he said he didn't want to answer it, so he was like, your time's up. Like, he said it to him. He's like, your five minutes are up, sir. And he, the guy, he just laughed. He's like, what? <laughs> like, no one's ever. No one's ever just was like, yo, your time's up. Yeah. Like he was looking at the clock. Right. He just didn't answer. So he just wasted his time. 
it was it was crazy. So he barely answered any questions. This whole administration is like a tribute to the absolute. It's just a testament to what do they call it? Uh, how mediocre a white man can be, or uh, extreme white privilege. Yeah. I this, mean, this is a reflection of extreme white privilege, like extreme. It can't be no more extreme. Like I'm white. I happen to be there. Yo, you're my boy. I'll be attorney general. I played football. I played college football. <laughs> right. Can I be? Can now, I be? Are we sure he wasn't the uh, bouncer on Jerry Springer? Yeah. He does look like that guy. Yeah, I think he is. I think that's him. I think he's the bouncer on Jerry Springer. So basically, I guess... See, I, they should have subpoenaed Matt Whitaker. That's how he was able to dodge those questions because he was there voluntarily. Right. But my friend who's a lawyer told me that the this flip side was basically he said he wasn't going to show up if they subpoenaed him. So mm-hmm. a normal person, then you go to jail. Well, right. What are you going to do when it's the attorney general? Who handcuffs the attorney general? That's what we talk about when we say a constitutional crisis. Yeah. So then he's there and he's just like fucking around. Because he's running out the clock anyway because he's he's only acting. He's going to be right. out in, I think, they said a week or something. When, okay. When the other guy comes in. That's why he doesn't even care. No. So this is just a uh, circus. See, but he thinks this is all going to be over. Okay. But you can still get called back because you were shady later. Right. It, you don't just move on. That's not how this works. That's another thing that gets me about all of this. I've been watching <laughs> Roger Stone. Oh, yeah? Okay. He's doing the whole Nixon thing. Throwing, oh, yeah. Throwing the piece sign up in the air, walking in and out of court, the happiest guy in the world. Yeah. And this is what I've been wondering. Why are all these guys facing prison time running around happy? Why are they so goddamn happy? Are any of the other guys other than Stone acting like that, do you think? I mean, I'm just asking. None of them look to go into prison for lying. Yeah. I would be... I'd be scared shitless. I would not be running around smiling, laughing, giving mm-hmm. interviews. Oh, Mel, they already would have killed you. Yeah, just <laughs> being honest, they would have, yeah, no. I would have been dead. The black man? Yo, yeah, yeah. they would have pulled me yeah, over in no. the car. Yeah, you would have been gone. Been. I said, it's just a diet. We would have already had the Mel Jones Foundation yeah. for truth, all that. Yeah, I would have been. I got you covered. Thank you. <laughs> it was just a diet Coke. They uh, shot him over a diet Coke. No, that's a great. Uh, that's a that's a great uh, point. Well, here's what I think about Roger Stone. I think that he's addicted to attention so much that even a bad thing, he's it's good. He wants to be he wants to be Jesus, basically, <laughs> the martyr. He is funny though. Yeah, did you see that he? Re- there's new footage that came out of the raid that he released. Oh my god, no! I put it up on the Muller Time Facebook page. Okay, this fool. We talk about self owning. I know you're not as big like a. Um, kind of like a right-wing media guy as Chris and I are, self-owned when you, you know, he's attempting to own, but he gets owned. So he self-owned himself by releasing the awesome footage of himself getting, Right. it's dope. Like okay. full on, like, I've never seen a gun that big. The FBI just nice. guy banging on the door. Nice. So I guess he so thought- So they're not racist. No. No. Oh, so they treat everybody like that. Oh, 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 are you, oh, you're sorry. I'm sarcasm. just wondering because, you know, oh. whoa. In the hood, that's like every day, FBI showing oh, up, yeah, yeah, big yeah. guns. Oh, no, there's plenty of racist people in the. But yeah. they did it to him, too, so. I, I hear what you're saying, yeah. No. <laughs> wow. No. The, I wonder why, though. I wonder why they did that to him. Why they... No, why Such they, a show of force. Well, since we talked... I'm not to, saying it's unwarranted. It's definitely warranted. 
I'm just wondering why they decided to finally act like right. Uh, since we talked about that in the last episode, I did a little reading on Stone. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of videos of him online where he's like shooting an AK with like oh, okay. these nuts. Yeah, like, and he said he wanted to, he threatened Randy Credico, who's part of the Mueller, um, one of the people interviewed by Mueller, he said, I'll kill you. Okay. So I think they were like. Well, yeah, then you show up. Yeah. Like that. Show up like he's a rap star. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> they treated him like a rap star. Hey, I mean. Pretty good life overall. I hear for <laughs> rap stars. I, I really um, don't know. Yeah, that was, that was quite a thing though, huh? Yeah, it was quite a thing. Well, I'd hate to be, uh, I'd hate to be a rap star right now. Twenty One Savage. Yeah, yeah. What um, so so my understanding is I'm not a big like rap fan, but Twenty One okay. Savage claimed to be. Well, everybody thought he was from Atlanta. He's actually from Great Britain. Yeah. Right? Well, nobody knew that until yeah. Ice came. Everybody thought he was, because he's been running with the Atlanta crew. That messes with the street cred a little, don't you? <laughs> that <laughs> kind of messes with your street cred a little bit. Motherfucker, are you British? Right. He's you never claim- said you were right. drinking tea. <laughs> he's <laughs> claiming he was from Decatur. So, you Decatur, take- Georgia. Everybody yeah. thought he was part of the Atlanta crew. Nah, he's sipping tea. You're going to need a picture of yourself with an AK and a cup of tea just to <laughs> recover that, that street cred. <laughs> Lipton, motherfucker. Nah, I'm quite sure it's uh, <laughs> better tea than that. So I guess the thing with this 21 Savage was that I heard he called out the Trump administration on national television right before this happened. Oh, that would that's, went down. That's why, that's why I want to talk about it with you because otherwise it's an interesting story, but apparently on he was doing a live show. He okay. called him out in one of his, his, his lyrics. All right. Next day it's like, you're Boom. on the deportation list. Wow. That's... That's... That's, That's pretty wrong. crazy. That's wrong. You know, on the other so hand, so Trump's just using ice to deport people you, he doesn't like. Hey, you want to talk about going like triple platinum? Being the be, that street cred, like you just got on the public enemy number one and got shipped out of the country. Yeah, I don't know. How that's going to go down. You don't think so? I don't know. He was claiming Atlanta pretty hard. Oh wow. Well, so there's I probably don't know. that's not going to look too good. There's probably Atlanta and Great Britain somewhere. <laughs> there might be, but you know? still. <laughs> He was claiming Decatur. I'm not sure if there's a Decatur in the UK. Maybe there is also, but Decatur in Atlanta, in Georgia. Because a lot of the cities in America were just named after places in, in England. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. They so it's possible. These these people are uncreative who came here. No. <laughs> They're not that creative. They came up with a great constitution. Other than that, a whole lot of bad ideas. Uh, I want to say that there's an article on Trump in the Washington Post that I was telling you about, if if this doesn't win a Pulitzer, I don't know I don't know what doesn't win a Pulitzer. And unfortunately, it dropped because of all this other news. People didn't quite get it. It's it's about a town in Costa Rica where the entire population of the town essentially is people who came here, Ill, uh, undocumented workers who built Trump's golf course. <laughs> wait, wait, stop. Are you saying that there's a town in Costa Rica? Of all deported Trump employees. Please tell me that's true. Please say yes. Mel, there's a town in Costa Rica. <laughs> that's just all. <laughs> yes with a qualifier. That's This is why I don't plan things too much because I like to get your reaction. Just all X. <laughs> Here's what it is. It's even better than that. These are people who made, they made money. They weren't deported. Well, some of okay. them are being deported now. 
It's a town full of people who were able, they made money working for him and built a town in Costa Rica that's theirs. They're, and they all worked illegally for him. Right. Wow. So yes. It's so yes, the answer is there's a town that yeah. Trump built actually in the, Costa Rica from all <laughs> The guy who said we need to build a wall has basically <laughs> built an entire city in Costa Rica. Has built a town in Costa Rica. It's it's called Santa Teresa de Cajon. And everyone okay. I mean, I'm not exaggerating this. Every motherfucker in this town mm-hmm. worked at the Bedminster golf course. Wow. Wow, that's pretty deep. For the guy who says that there has to be a wall. For yeah, no, that's and except for one guy they interviewed, everyone said he's like the worst piece of shit ever. But one guy is like, yeah, it was a good experience. Like, I got money now. Right. Yeah, of course. There's always one. Yeah. Just like there's a black Trump guy, right? And there's always one. Oh, Mel, we could do a whole uh, couple, <laughs> couple episodes. Black Mel, Trump. You, Mel, do you know who Paris Denard is? No. All right. I'm, I'm going to send you some videos of uh, no, I'm not gonna this watch. young man. Okay. No. Sounds good. Gonna watch. I'm gonna send them anyway. <laughs> you can go ahead and send them one what, frame if it's a black Trump. What about that girl at the Grammys, Joy Via? Isn't that her name? The one who had the, the build a wall dress. Did you see that? Uh, yeah, yeah. So that's her thing, I guess. You know, whatever. Artists, <laughs> not really paying attention to them. Diamond and Silk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's the one. Yeah, you know, you know, I respect the you know I respect the hustle, but I I just feel like. Big picture that, you know, with the diamond and silk, the clock is running. Yeah, it is. You know? Look at, forget the artist. Move on. I hate the artist. <laughs> Mel's a huge diamond and silk fan. But a yeah, huge diamond and silk fan. But no, seriously, check out that article in the Washington Post on Trump and the town of Santa Teresa de Cajon. Right. It's just an incredible piece of journalism. That's what journalism's all about. Um, right, but yet there's still busy... Uh, blasting uh jeff bezos thanks for bringing that up that's exactly where i was going uh so what did what did you uh you want to summarize the jeff bezos story so jeff bezos has been having an affair right Mm -hmm. like all billionaires would if i was a billionaire i'd probably be having an affair so he's having an affair right and so now the national Enquirer is telling jeff to like chill or else you know, boom, we're going to show these pictures. And he's like, nah, nah, homie, I'm going to show the pictures myself. Told his wife, boom, can't threaten me no more. And uh, yeah, that's where we're at. I want to say that this has the potential, and that's, that's, a, that's a great summary of it. I just want to say this has the potential to possibly be the biggest story of the year, and I'm, I'll explain why. Uh, the Russia connection? Uh, correct. Basically, and, and some other things. So basically... It's so hard to even summarize this. I was thinking about how I was going to do this because it's a very complex story. But long story short, so Trump has hated Bezos for a long time for for two reasons. Bezos is a real billionaire, a, a self-made guy. But the more important reason is that Bezos owns the Washington Post, which not only has dropped a ton of stories like the one that we just mentioned on Trump, but also specifically the Post is the part is the paper that Jamal Khashoggi worked for, the murdered journalist by the Saudis. And so the Post has been pushing hard on the Saudis, who are business partners of Trump. So that's the first thing. Right. The second thing is that the Inquirer, as you know, is a longtime partner of Trump. And the, the interesting aspect of this is that the Inquirer, through things I might get into later, 
they get these photos and texts and whatever. And then they publish uh, an article. That's when Bezos hires Gavin De Becker, who's the best, like top top notch, you know, billionaire. Sec- he he does security for billionaires. Right. You can't like a normal person can't hire Gavin De Becker. And when that happened, that's when all hell broke loose. For some reason, when they found out, when the Inquirer found out that he did that, and specifically that he was looking into the Saudi angle, they said that David Pecker went crazy. Now, why would you go that crazy? And that's when he tried to blackmail him. And that's when Bezos came over the top. You want to talk about three-dimensional chess? That's three-dimensional chess. Yeah, it is. You drop an article telling everyone, like the end of 8 Mile, what you know about yourself already? Right. Wow. Yeah. So then they, I mean, no, that's it was a brilliant move. Brilliant. Oh, yeah, and that's the only move you can make. So what, you're getting a divorce now. You were having an affair anyway. And they can't publish the photos anymore. Right. Because you just dropped it, and now all hell broke loose. Right. Okay, because AMI, the National Enquirer's parent company, they're under, and David Pecker, the head of it, you know, they're under a, they have an agreement because of the shit they did during the 2016 election that they're not allowed to do anything. They're under basically probation. Right. So they did all this after that. After the, the probation. They're going to jail. They're, they're, I mean, they might never get out of jail. No, the FBI is investigating now. Oh, oh man. You want to talk about kicking down doors? I mean. Man, now we're tying in the whole Khashoggi murders. The Khashoggi murder? We're tying in Trump and the Saudis. The, que- the operative question is also, how did they get that stuff from Bezos' phone? These are right. not normal people. It's not like Bezos... They, they know that they're at risk every day. Right. So they're running around with secured phones. Right. They don't have normal phones. So the key thing is... Unless they got it from the girl. That was the first theory, right? It makes sense. Mm-hmm. But then in Bezos' piece, he specifically says that Gavin De Becker says that it wasn't... They think it was a government entity. That's right. what blew everyone's mind. Right. No, I've heard that. And I, I read a security specialist who said there's no way they would have mentioned that unless they were basically 100% sure, especially a guy like Gavin De Becker, who I guess is a, you know, he doesn't want to put his reputation at risk by just act, sounding like a conspiracy guy. Right. So I read the, check this out, and then I, I don't want to go on about this, but the Saudi government uses this program called Pegasus. It's a secret way to hack phones. They got it from the Israelis. It costs like a fortune because the company that uses it charges a fortune, but you can get anyone's stuff right. from any phone. Mm-hmm. And that we know they're into that. So the prevailing theory is that they hacked it at Trump's behest mm-hmm. and David Pecker as a favor, basically, right? Yeah, probably. I mean, it's not, cr- it's not crazy at all. Mm-mm. Didn't we use that same program? Oh, I'm sure we have all kinds of awesome stuff like that. Yeah. Well, we had to get into that iPhone. It was a big deal back in the day. Oh, you mean with the the terrorists in San Bernardino? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the FBI has been able to do that. That This is something I think uh, a little different, but yeah, I mean, you're right. Nothing is Right, but it was secure. a big deal at first. They were like, please, Apple, give us the passcode. Apple was like, no, 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 no. And then it became all this news war back and forth when all along they could have just used Pegasus. Yeah, I got into your phone before the broadcast. That's how yeah. you were watching the Grammys. Exactly. You know, I was like, damn. It, yeah, my phone's not secure. In fact, it's a Huawei phone. Yeah, I saw you had all those diamond and silk videos. I was like, damn. Seriously? Yeah. MAGA guy. MAGA. He's a MAGA guy. 
So this story is going to be big. Uh, I think we'll. I think we have heard only the beginning of the Jeff Bezos story, Washington Post, and people are like, just when I wanted to start hating billionaires, Jeff Bezos had to come, you know, flip the script. Yeah, no, that was a sweet move. That was definitely a sweet power move. See, they use the phrase three-dimensional chess about Trump, even though he plays, as I say, zero-dimensional. Yeah, checkers. <laughs> he's playing checkers. Checkers. Yeah, he's playing checkers. And not even like, he doesn't even know how to do that. He's playing uh, hopscotch. Right. Another thing. With that, jacks. He's playing with jacks. Well, we're playing three-dimensional chess. He's playing with jacks. You want a big laugh, too. Another mm-hmm. thing that happened was that the National AMI released like a hundred page glossy magazine last year about Saudi Arabia. It was in like fucking Walmart. Right. Like this totally like how awesome Saudi Arabia mm-hmm. is. A whole puff piece. And it, it was, I mean, basically it's like they have business dealings. So they're trying to sell how awesome Saudi Arabia is to like Trump voters in the Midwest. You just can't right. make this shit up. No, it's true. What a fucking st- like story. <laughs> Dude, that's going to uncover a lot of stuff. Yeah. All these people going to jail. You know, Mueller, when he comes out with his investigation, I think there's going to be a lot of crimes that's going to be uncovered more than we've ever expected. Oh, shoot. Because a lot of these people have been working for Republicans for quite a long time. Yeah. As you said, um, Paul Erickson was indicted. Mm -hmm. Um, Roger Stone. He's been one of the Republican boys from way back in the day, of course. Mm -hmm. From Nixon. We all know that. Mm -hmm. With the big Nixon tattoo on his back. You want to tell the people about Paul Erickson or should I do it? You go ahead and tell them about Paul Erickson and his uh, Russian girlfriend. Yeah, so last week, uh, Paul Erickson, who is the boyfriend, uh, I use that term loosely, of Maria Butina, the spy, was indicted. So this guy is just a straight con man, you know, just like Matt Whitaker. But he's he's more in the classic con man vibe. He's a Republican political consultant, but basically this guy's a straight con man. He, he pitches things like land deals and like weird medical devices that don't exist. And so that's what he was indicted for in, I think, South Dakota. But, of course, the big picture is that he's involved with the Russian spy and the NRA. So they probably just want him to, I imagine, flip so he can tell them what he knows about Maria Butina and the Russians. Right. Not a name that's, like, known to the general public, but an important... This guy's in deep with with the Russian... with the. Um, the Republican establishment. And I mean, this guy's just a total con man, not even just a little bit like legit. Right. Which is, you know, again, which worries me about the whole thing because these are guys that aren't new and just under Trump. Mm. These are guys that are established and been with the Republican party for, for years, for decades. So these aren't new criminals. No, it's disturbing. One of the things I've found about this entire experience, it's disturbing to me that people like that, like Roger Stone, that they exist right. in the world. Right. And just now they're being caught. Just now they're being called on it. Right. It's almost like a Me Too moment for criminals. Yeah. That's that's funny, but it's true. Right. I never... All, all this time, they've been doing this for decades, and just now under Trump is everybody being caught. I think Mueller's going to pull all this together and all these people are going to go to jail. And they're going to have to build a jail, a new jail. A new jail, a new camp fed. I never, I mean, you know there's bad people out there, but I never knew there was people like like pure evil. Like that's what they are. Yeah, those people are pure evil. Pure evil. 
Right. But I've just been watching what the FBI has been doing in New York Mm -hmm. and all the corruption, what they've been doing now in Los Angeles. Mm. I mean, there's like 20 projects that have been stopped downtown because of all the FBI corruption uh, cases that are going on. Is that right? Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. They had to stop uh, Ocean White Plaza. Really? Big construction across the street from uh, Staples Center. No kidding. Yep. That stopped. You sure you should be talking about this? <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to say anything else. Because, you know, I'm going to be okay. I'm not going to say anything else. That's uh, it. I'm just okay. mentioning that. I just, you know, because I was just like, wow. I mean, like, it's like a Me Too moment for, you know, just corruption. Like, everywhere. Yeah. No. Because, you know, in the movie that... It's a lot of corruption. Black going guy on. gets it first. That's just that's the sad part. <laughs> we'd, be, we'd be driving in the car, you know. And all of a sudden, they got they got Mel. They got Mel. It was just a diet coke. They missed the white guy. Of course. No, I was when I was interviewing uh, those filmmakers for that movie, Active Measures. They were we were we had a long conversation about that. I don't I don't remember if it was on air, but you're right. There's a lot going on. Yeah, there is a lot going on. The FBI is very busy right now. See, the FBI is great at stuff like public corruption and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm like, how did this Russian thing creep by you? How did did they get their tentacles in where they are? Because you people have been nailing. I'm from New Jersey. They have been nailing politicians. I'm not kidding. Growing up every other year, somebody was arrested who was like a mayor. I mean, it's a running joke. They got everybody, dude. I think what's been going on and what has happened is that in the Mueller investigation mm. about Trump and all that's been going on, they've uncovered so many people in so many cities mm. that now the FBI is just running loose in all these yeah. cities with all these names now of all these people that have been doing all this money laundering all across the U.S. Yeah, I want to make this clear again. If you've been watching news reports about the Mueller investigation ending this week, you, you need to just you need to just take a, a you need to listen to this show. And realize yeah, how absurd that is. It's not ending. This Mueller might end in, in a a, a, um, a fairly timely fashion, but this the next ten years of your life, are, you're going to be hearing stories that come out of this. What happened t- during this time? Right. This Mueller, Mueller investigation is going to impact so much. All these cases that have gone out to different courts that are part of Mueller, like this Paul Erickson. That's right. the, that's South Dakota. You, and I'm telling you, the next 10 years, at least 10 to 15 years, Mueller will be chilling on some island somewhere by then. His, mm-hmm. his thing is his, his thing will be wrapped up. but And it's good because this is going to be good right. uh, job security for this show. Right. Just like uh, Harvey Weinstein was the beginning of that Me Too mo- movement. True. And all that's happened. True. This Very Mueller investigation, it might be the same thing with crime. You know, that's that's a really great point for 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 government crime and corruption right city and, corruption wor- money laundering world corruption maybe could be world corruption all through real estate because it is all real estate related a lot a lot of it is yeah it's all real estate related they're not uncovering any other crimes i mean they are but yeah. you know but right now they're going full force on real estate crime throughout all these major cities no you're right because every time it's like a you know you you pull a you pull a string. There's another thread, and also these people. If you're like a U.S. attorney and you, this is what you do. This is like they call it a career case. You've been waiting for this your whole life. I mean, who doesn't want a piece of the Mueller investigation? So you're in South Dakota and you find out that you might be able to get into this. Oh, right, please! Exactly. This is why you signed up. Right. Exactly. 
Like what, what Klitschko? Wait, he owns a building in South Dakota. Oh my God! But that's the Russian guy, and then you know he's getting involved, and then someone in Oklahoma. There's another Russian that owns a building. Now, now that guy's getting involved. That's why I started the show. I'm like, let's see, law degree? No. Law enforcement? No. Entertainer? Yes. All right, yes. I'm doing Mueller time. <laughs> I'm doing it. <laughs> doing. You have a very great qualification of entertainer, yeah, right. and that's what this is. I'm like. Let's see, how can I get in on this too? Right. You know? This Mueller time thing, it's going to go on. Like I said, this could be the Harvey Weinstein moment. I want to take a quick second too to thank uh, all our listeners, especially uh, abroad. And uh, we, we see a lot of plays in, uh, of course, uh, Great Britain, uh, Australia, Sweden, and uh, Ghana. Some Ghana. of our biggest, yeah. Yo, uh, shout out to my boy in Ghana. Thanks for listening. You know who you are. Yeah. yeah nice, nice. I got a boy in Ghana. That's awesome. Yeah. But that way, if we don't say who it is, then everyone will think that it could be them. Or not. Uh, Earl. Or, or, oh, okay. There we go. So, Earl. Yeah, Earl. No, Accra, Ghana is the second most popular city of Mullington mm-hmm. behind Los Angeles. Wow. He right. was my roommate in college. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Now he's in Ghana. We don't know what he's doing there, but he's there. I think he might be the one listening. <laughs> he could be. <laughs> I'm like... He could be the one guy listening. Someone might have told him. That's cool. Yeah, I was looking at some pictures. I, I started following this Instagram account too uh, about Accra because mm-hmm. I was curious about, you know, because I've never been there and it looked, it looked nice. So. Yeah, Ghana's, you know, it's got its problems. It's not the U.S., but it's okay. Sure. Well, it's like uh, the U.S. <laughs> anywhere looks, everywhere yeah. looks better now, right? Because yeah. we're inside. Everywhere is looking good now. Looks like a beautiful country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that uh, that Instagram account is cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I do have a boy over there in Ghana, Earl, but, uh, but he's probably not the listener. No, nobody really knows I'm doing this. Oh, that's cool. Well, let's yeah, keep can't. We keep yeah. it. We keep yeah. it covert. <laughs> yeah, we got to. A lot of people know I'm doing this, and that's. I that, might tell somebody one day. I, I, there's a whole book I want to write on just, just the experience doing this show and the things that have <laughs> some of the things that have happened. I mean, it's. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, no, this is a good show. I love doing this show. It's, and and you know, well, we love you doing it. And also this thing is only getting bigger. Like I'm, it's it's like you roll it out slowly. How many shows have you done? This is going to be, right, right here is 48, I think. Next week is going to be the year anniversary. What? Which is crazy. A year. And now I got the video thing going on. I mean, we're really nice. blowing this thing up. Nice. And we're going to keep it going. Nice. A year into this. That's crazy. I mean, I remember that first episode with Chris. It was like 30 minutes long. I was still learning how to do the equipment even. Wow. You know? Well, you're pretty good at the equipment now. Yeah, well, I mean, I, don't, I have a lot of free time. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the House Intelligence Committee has turned over talk about the feel-good story of the week, all the transcripts of all the Trump people they interviewed to Mueller. Right. Everybody. That means everybody's going down for lying. Here's some of the people that Mueller now has. Trump Jr., Kushner, Brad Parscale, the head of the digital operation, Hope Hicks, Steve Bannon, Sessions. They're all going down for lying. They lied. If you lied one time. One time. Just one time. Didn't tell quite the truth. That wasn't quite the truth. Now I was a boy. See, they're it, going down. <laughs> they're going down. Was that a movie quote? <laughs> yeah, that wasn't quite the truth, was it, boy? What's that from? I don't remember. Oh. 
I've seen so many movies. They're right. all stuck in my head. Remember when he's uh, in, remember when in Menace to Society when that cop, he's like, so you, you came to the liquor store around 1230, right? Okay. Like, and then it, like the lights are making him sweat. And he's mm-hmm. like, so it was 2.30, right? He's like, yeah, yeah, it was 2.30. Now you said 12.30. <laughs> that actor's, what's his name, Bill Duke? Yeah. Right, yeah. That's I've met Bill Duke one day. Oh, really? I did, at the Four Seasons. Oh, that's awesome. We were just having a cocktail. I was just having a cocktail. I was like, yo, Bill Duke. So we just sat down at a cocktail. I could, he was waiting for somebody. Oh, that's cool. So, you know, we just had a drink with Bill Duke. I didn't even really talk about stuff. Oh, that's cool. Which was, I guess, kind of stupid. No, like maybe you should have asked him some questions. Mm. You always play those things by ear, you know. Yeah, I'm just like that's cool. It's no selfies. This is before selfies, but yeah, just cool. Had a drink, chatted about something irrelevant. I love that scene when he's interrogating that kid. He's like, "So it's twelve thirty, right?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah, it's twelve thirty. And then mm-hmm. the time you see time passing as like he's sweating. He's like, "So it was, it was five thirty, right?" Yeah, it was five thirty. Wow. That was yeah. It's it's a classic. So yeah, uh, when <laughs> when the Republicans were in charge, they blocked all the the testimony. This is an entertainment show, people. Yeah, just right. want you to remember entertainment. It so might now, take a left field every now and then. That's 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 why we do it that way. Skirt. So now they have all the testimony, all right. of it, and it's all going over there. All going over. They're gonna all go down. They've all lied. Every single one of them have lied. What's up with Don Jr. and his private number? Yeah, no, all of that is going over to Mr. Mueller. But was the private number really Trump or was it some Russian dude? I'll give you my opinion on that. I just, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to sound glib, but my mm-hmm. whole thing is like, that's like, we'll find that out. Yeah. But either way, these guys are dirty in it. I mean, you're just saying it's just so much stuff. Like, why even care about that? Like, right, like, really? Like, they're a crime family. Right. A crime family. You're not gonna. You're not gonna be. Did Did he dot that I? That's not a concern of yours at this point. It's full on crime family jumping off. Because for a day that was like a story. Like they were like, oh my god, the number was like some other douchebag. Right. It was like, okay, so he did fifty thousand other things. Right. Like, are we really gonna trip? Exactly. I don't know. I thought that was funny. So yeah, the transcripts have gone over there. Um, I and I'm sure they're reviewing them right now, and hopefully. Uh, they also, Alexander Nix, who's one of the heads of Cambridge Analytica, he testified. They sent his over. And Lewandowski, who's just one of the most, he was briefly the head of the campaign, just a just a horrible person. Has anyone else ever had their entire campaign and everyone around them go to jail? Dude. Any other president? N- not even Nixon had this many people going to jail. That's what I'm saying. Like, as much as I, this whole thing has been. It's going to be a damn chain gang. <laughs> it's a bunch of white a, people a yeah. bunch of cha- it's gonna be a chain gang of white folks uh I, I feel like as bad as this is i don't want to say i feel fortunate to live through it but sometimes i feel like i'm like wow i'm actually getting to see this like well this, it's gonna definitely make change this is how yeah, exactly mm-hmm. let me let me use that to take the opportunity to say another person declared their candidacy for the presidency today speaking of change um minnesota senator amy klobuchar Mm-hmm. I just want to say I'm really excited for just in general this field, all of them. Right. Everybody who's announced virtually, I'm like. Any one of them could be that, it. That's what I'm saying. Right. Like, there's no bad choice, really. I'm not saying I'm an expert on her. I know there's there already. This, right. There's, you know, there's something with everybody. Nobody's clean. Nobody's right. perfect. And all I, right. I want to know those things. But any one of them 
are better than Trump. So let's just pick the one that we like the most and let's just go for it. So she's declaring in like her candidacy in like sub-zero weather. I happened to turn it on. Like the snow was everywhere. Right. And then, of course, President Bone Spurs was like, how can there, like he was like tweeting, how can there be global warming? Oh, and I'm yeah. like, can you just fucking go back to bed, dude? <laughs> this has nothing to do with you. Yeah, any any one just, of them is better than Trump. Any one of them, any like, one of them. I was like, can you just fucking like this isn't this isn't like anything a threat to you right now? It's Amy Klobuchar, right? It's not. It's not any one of them. Yeah. So she's um, she sounds interesting. She passed the most bills of anyone in the Senate last year, which I like. I like to hear that. That's that's a worker. Not. I'd be lying if I could name the bills right now, but still. No, none of us would be able to name all those bills. And hopefully they were all good bills, bills that we liked. Hopefully they weren't bills incarcerating more folks. No, yeah, no, you're right. Bills saying no to abortions or bills saying no to gay marriage. You know, we still have all those issues on the table that get bounced back and forth. She seems like a pretty strong Democrat, but I, like I said, I need to do my research, which, right. you know, it's, I'm I'm more up on politics than anybody, and like a lot of these people, you just till they run for president, mm-hmm. there's still a opaque nature to their right, and it's just scary that the fact that those are still issues like that's just oh yeah why is why is you know the abortion thing still an issue why gay rights and all that's still an issue that should just be yes a thing that shouldn't be a thing of like separating it out we're all humans yeah we all should have all the same human rights well here's the thing studies and and polls have clearly shown that america as a whole is getting more progressive right and americans support like an overwhelming number of stuff like universal health care a clean environment but we've been taken control by a radical faction that's the problem and they want an apocalyptic world this is the problem i mean they're not in touch with reality. But who benefits from that apocalyptic world? The Koch brothers, people like that. So and this is this is what we have to wonder. This is the we have to follow the money, because Fox clearly is running the presidency. Yeah, you know what benefits. It's like that movie. You want to talk about more movie references? Twelve Monkeys. It's wow. It's six. Remember that? I did see that. Six High people around hell. a table. Yo, you. <laughs> <laughs> so do I remember anything about that? No. But my friend has the tattoo on his back. Earl from Ghana? No, not Earl. Another guy, <laughs> Randy. A Jewish guy, by the way. Oh, nice. With tattoos. But in 12 Monkeys, it's six people around a table in darkness controlling the world, right? That's mm-hmm. that's what this Republican Party really wants. Just a small group of people. Don't they know that's never going to happen? No, it's not. It's not. No, they they don't know. The weirdest thing, though, is watching all of this happen on TV and you're just watching all these old white guys and you're like, when are they dying off? Like, isn't it like 10 years is like the max and then we don't have to worry about any of them anymore? Yeah. Like, they should all be gone in 10 years, maybe 15 years. Yeah. And hopefully we're not growing any new ones. (laughs) You know, hopefully there's no new, some new old crazy folks waiting. I'll try to stay at this age forever. <laughs> yeah, forever. please. We don't, don't need any new old crazy Republicans. Yeah. No, I don't see myself becoming Republican at any point. Okay. You know, there was a time where that party had some moderate people. 
Right. I was actually Republican. Is that right? Yes, absolutely. Okay. I was a registered Republican okay. when I first registered to vote. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I changed so that I could vote for Obama. Is that right? No kidding. That is absolutely correct. I did not vote for Bush. I voted for uh, Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then before that, there was the other Bush. Didn't vote for him. Mm. I was voting for Car- Gary Hart or somebody. Yeah. I. Uh, oh, but you mean Bush won? Bush yeah. won. Mm-hmm. And then before that, Reagan. I voted for Reagan. You voted for Reagan. Oh, my God. I know people are going to call in oh. and want to kill me over that. But, you know, I was a kid. They might tweet in. There's no phone line yet, but <laughs> they might tweet in. I was a kid. I just believed the hype on TV. I didn't do any research. I was I, busy drinking. That's a perfectly out with my girlfriend. <laughs> that's a logical you know, explanation. I mean, you see TV and they go, "Oh, Reagan, he's from California. He's an actor." You're like, "Oh, okay, that's cool." Look, I'll vote for that dude. There's people now. I don't want to compare what you're saying to what I'm about to say, but just if I thought of it, there's people now who voted for Trump, who are like, fuck this, I messed up. And right. I'm like, hey, welcome back. Like, I got no issue with that. Right. So you're talking about Reagan, that's even way less. Like, so what? Yes. Yeah. I mean, Reagan, I don't agree with his policies, but he didn't mock this country like Trump. Right. He he, he was a great speaker. Right. And he, he had a vision of, again, I'm not saying that I'm down with Reagan, but that was morning in America, right? That was Yeah, morning of the homeless. Yeah, basically. Right. But what's up with this guy? I mean, Trump, the apocalyptic, just a vision and, and saying it, not just not just doing it, but... Right, but, but making it happen. Yeah. He's actually creating his own apocalypse. He tried to say that he saved us or else there would have been a war with North Korea. Mm-hmm. That war with North Korea only would have happened because of him. And now he, he got rolled once already by Kim. Oh, he's about to get rolled again. So I'm about to get another official White House coin. Because I already got the first one. Because you know I'm addicted. You know, you know we're going to have to get that Rick Rolled uh, song going. Oh, yeah. He so got, that you can play it for the next Kim Jong-un meeting. He got rolled the first time. And he, they took a photo of him saluting a North Korean general. Right. Because he's a fucking brain dead idiot. Right. And here we go again. Right. What he, do you think is going to happen this time? He's He'll salute Kim. He'll fucking, <laughs> who knows? I mean, anything's possible. This guy is in such a cult with his followers that he could literally fucking like do anything over there and they'd be like, that was great. Yeah, you know. Well, do you think he would meet with uh, Saudis while he's over there in North Korea? He'll go to one of those labor camps where North Korea just straight up kills people and he'll be like, looks good. And his followers will be like, cool. Right, exactly. Crime and punishment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He'll be like, what did they do? And Kim would be like, they didn't listen to me. Be like, oh, good. <laughs> Killed them. Trump, uh, one more thing. Trump had his uh, second uh, fake physical. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So last year, Trump had his physical with Dr. Ronnie Jackson, a.k.a. Dr. Feelgood. Mm-hmm. And that was a fake physical with a fake note. So now he had another fake physical with this guy who I've absolutely never heard of, Sean Conley. Right. So the second fake physical, he released a statement saying he's healthy not only now, but for the duration of the presidency and beyond. And beyond. Star Trek. To infinity and beyond. <laughs> it's not Star Trek, it's Toy Story. Star Trek, the search 
<laughs> the fat ass president. <laughs> Star Trek, the search for Trump. Like that's not a do- valid doctor's note. That's how we know that Trump wrote it. Right. Because if that was true, then you wouldn't need to go to a doctor at all. You would go one time when you're a kid and be like, that's it. That's it. I'm good. Mel Jones is healthy. Now and forever. And beyond. And beyond. I just thought that was hilarious. No, that is. But it's Trump. It's Trump's world. Anything can happen in Trump world. This is Trump world. Up is down. Down is up. Black is white. Black face is in. Virginia blackface squad. Holla. <laughs> what is going on? So the 80s was just big in blackface in Virginia. And I know it's just not Virginia, but damn, really, you guys? We're going to... We're gonna uh, on the next show. We're gonna talk more about this because more story, about blackface, more about just the, how ridiculous it is. Yeah, it's not going away. This this no, story. No, Gucci wanted in on it. Gucci busted a sweater out. The sweater looks ridiculous. It would have been kind of cool if it didn't look like blackface. If they were, if the sweater wasn't black, how about that? If the sweater was white with the red lips, it would have been interesting. Anything else you want to tell the people? Uh, yeah, no other color would have done. <laughs> Only in white, people. Only in white. Uh, you can follow the Muller Time Podcast on Twitter, uh, Muller Time Podcast on Facebook, Instagram. If you, Oh, I did want to get this in. We are looking for sponsors. Uh, we had a real successful run with Diefendorf watches, uh, which was awesome. Yeah, those watches are great. And I saw Chris's. It was great. I didn't get to snatch it off his arm, though. But we're, we're working on that. But we're working on it. I love that Diefendorf watch. So if anyone likes the show and uh, is interested in a sponsorship, you can contact me online, uh, Eric LeVay, or at Muller Time Podcast at Gmail. Um, and then my personal Twitter account for anyone who wants it is Eric LeVay. Yeah, we're pretty much everywhere now. And we got the YouTube channel where we're starting to make more uh, videos. Wow. Yeah. YouTube. Okay. Mel, anything else you want to add? I know I asked you that already. But no. Well, no. as always, today is Sunday. We don't know what's going to happen this week. So we wish you all the best. Have fun and uh, be safe out there. Mm-hmm.